Go ahead and introduce yourself and start to introduce the podcast. We don't have any, uh, you don't want to say anything before? Someone will interrupt you. You want to say nothing about what we're doing here before you? No, you can, you can start out with the introduction. All right, whatever. I'm Luke. Eh. Did you say Luke from No Highway Option? What brings you to Tune Wild, Doc? I don't know who this it's character me, is supposed Bunny. to be. It is an okay Bugs Bunny voice. Doc. If you say so, Doc. Don't you hear me eating an obvious carrot? Uh, I guess guy eating carrot who's not Bugs Bunny. It could be voice. <laughs> what brings you to Tune World in the Soiva voice, Doc? Oh, this is a fucking server verse. Aren't you usually part of a podcast that I have to swallow my carrot that answers the one question that applies to every film? Is it better or worse than Vin Diesel's 2005 seminal masterpiece, The Pacifier? Yeah, that's uh, that's what we do here at No Space Jam Option. Oh, they did two Space Jams, so I think there's two options for it. Uh, I, I, I usually have a co-host... Unless he's on a long rant. I don't know where he is right now, though. Maybe he's coming in in that flying car. Hey guys, it's me, Connor. Sorry. I was over in A Star Is Born 2018 world. They have that here in the serververse. I don't... Bradley Cooper gave me a ride and now his head is poking out the window. I don't think hey. there are any flying cars in that movie. I just wanted to get another look at Bugs Bunny. I don't know. I came up with that when I was driving home today. It made me laugh. Is that like a because because Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel are both in Guardians of the Galaxy, so Bradley Cooper sounds kind of like a a gravelly Vin Diesel. No, that's kind of what he sounds like in The Star Is Born. Mm. He is like a hey, uh, I'm a I'm a singer. I I pissed myself at the VMAs. Nice, didn't we all though? Do you see A Star Is Born? I haven't actually seen it yet. Oh, I've well, heard that then, song a hundred times. It's a good song, good movie. But uh, today we're talking about a bad movie. Yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, the sequel to a movie we have covered, Space Jam. This is the brand new uh, second weekend of a release, but at the time we're recording this, Space Jam: A New Legacy. Yeah. Oh boy. I. It's a space. It, I guess it's Space Jam. I don't really think this is Space Jam. I don't even think it's a movie. Well, it's like a movie. It's just like a I, bad one. Really? Because I, I don't know nothing. Real. It's, it's, it's kind of just like what if you drank a bunch of cough medicine and then fell asleep during the NBA Finals. I, I don't know. That's at least that's what the last half is. Yeah, and for for a movie that's like a Looney Tunes movie, it doesn't give a shit about the Looney Tunes. It gives, I would argue, the opposite. It gives far too much of a shit about the Looney Tunes. No, the Looney what? Tunes don't make any goddamn sense in this movie. There's yeah, no, the, there's no reason for not... them to exist or for them to take up an hour of this film. Wait, you're complaining that the Looney Tunes are taking up too much time in the movie and not the final basketball game? Well, like, it's the LeBron James movie, so there should be a basketball thing. That makes sense. The, the premise any- of the Looney Tunes, they only exist because of the last movie. Yeah, exactly. But be if it's trying to be a relaunch of the Looney Tunes brand, 
then like it's... maybe they should i don't know write them so that we care a little bit but there is no like bugs bunny has no arc in this there's so He's... much there's so much looney tunes there's really not they're just there as props yeah that's like sort of their shtick no they have characters yeah they have characters but like they're not they're written like thing you know? they're not written as characters in this or in the first space jam oh uh, this has way more way more looney tunes than the first one which i thought was weird uh at well, least like I mean, it, it all was is... a thing like we were all doing something in the original space jam uh this is like this is just a weird mess and mm -hmm. it could have been all the rest of the stuff without the looney tunes if you wanted to make this like server verse thing where we're going to see all these worlds and it's it's what if wreck it ralph but good uh you should have axed the Looney Tunes entirely. It it wasn't good, but clearly they thought it was going to be. Did you just Did you just say Wreck It Ralph was bad? The second Wreck It Ralph was bad. Oh. I didn't I just heard you say what if Wreck It Ralph but good and I was like, yeah. What if Wreck It Ralph but good? No, I assumed we everyone knew because one Wreck It Ralph is about one thing and then one Wreck It Ralph is the internet one, which everyone knows was bad. But eating Did guy <laughs> i wasn't gonna hold a piece of celery for the entire time <laughs> but yeah so if you haven't watched space jam yet or space jam and new legacy <laughs> the plot is uh we open with young lebron james missing a single basket because he was playing bugs bunny's crazy castle on his game boy so he decides to grow up and be like, anything video game is bad, and basketball is only good. And, like, right out of the gate, the the LeBron and MJ thing is huge. You know, so mm -hmm. people, when this movie got announced, it was like, oh, shit, like, how's it going to go? Is, it, is this going to be fodder for the people who think LeBron is better than Michael Jordan? And not that Michael Jordan just retired earlier like it, that he wouldn't have gone on to be better than lebron not the point um that first movie opens and it's like michael jordan shooting hoops and his dad comes out and he's like hey man you're gonna be fucking michael jordan someday yeah. dude you're gonna be great and Just... he's like i would like to play baseball and he's like you're gonna be great at basketball kid yeah and then it's like then you get that five minutes of like the fucking the Bulls opening the, music and just LeBron or fucking Michael Jordan just smashing it, dude. Yeah, the opening credits of man, he was really good at basketball, huh? Yeah. Which you get in this, but instead of Kinda. A, but instead of a positive opening of man, you're gonna be a good basketball guy. It's you can't be good at basketball if you play Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle on the Game Boy. Right, and, like, the thing is, I'm not a huge basketball guy, but from what I understand, LeBron and his mom were very close. Like, it, 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 was, a, it was a thing. Like, they could have had... Okay. We didn't need to invent this character of, like, the, the mean video game coach. Like, you could have just had something similar. Because nobody's looking for space, the Space Jam 2 to be, like, some crazy original idea you were looking for big star basketball looney tunes like that was the whole thing and mm. so you could have started and you could have had his mom was at the school they were already like doing a handshake like it was already like okay cool this is gonna mirror that that's gonna be a cool moment and then they he immediately left and went to this dick coach playing basketball yeah well the I feel like this opening scene was added late because they rewatched the thing and they're like, man, we need to explain why LeBron is such an asshole to his son Dom, who he claims to love. Because he is a dick this entire time. Just no video game, only basketball. Like he sits down with his kid, plays his game, says, this is good. And the kid's like, I want to go to E3 camp. And he's like, what the hell is wrong with you? You go to basketball camp, even though I just said the thing you like is good. I mean, I guess, like, I don't know. That could have been a, a, a 
plot. Like it could have been a thing to be like, ah, I'm the basketball guy and my kid doesn't want to be the basketball guy. Like, okay, whatever. It's just, I mean, like a learning to accept your kid thing. And if you wanted to write more to give the Looney Tunes an actual character in this, then you could have done like, Hey, all of the Looney Tunes have abandoned bugs because they want to go on and do other things because they're not relevant. And he was there like, no, you only do loony things. Come on, we got to do loony things. I'm the best loony tune. And then like, like have him and LeBron have like parallel things. Storylines. I, I don't know. And like, I'll toss the disclaimer in there that obviously I'm not the target demo for this movie. Like if I was, if I was a kid, yeah, this would be a thing because it's the, you know, it's the guy who's your basketball it, guy dabbing and you're looking at all these references and the Looney Tunes are there. Like for the same reason that the original Space Jam resonates with so many people, this Space Jam will obviously be cool for some kids. Yeah. Um and but like but saying, we can't see it that way because we are like adults. Yeah, I just, I hate the excuse of like, but it's for kids, like, who cares how it is? Maybe the kids will like it, even if it's garbage. Yeah, but like, it's not fully just an excuse. It's, part of it is like, you can't, you can't come back and look at it as a kid. You can appreciate stuff, but you can't come at it fresh like you were. True. But like, also, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the uh, you know who was originally set to direct this movie? Uh, this movie went through three directors Stanley before Kubrick. Malcolm D. Lee. Uh, right before it, it was Terrence Nash. Uh, I forget what he's Qu- done. Was it Quentin Tarantino? No, it was Justin Lin. He left specifically to do F9 and Fast 10. Better better movie and yeah I'm sure much better choice another the one after it will be a better movie too i yeah i every fast and furious is better than this maybe besides tokyo drift no nah, tokyo drift was better than this i don't know <laughs> but i yeah there's there's a lot of stuff in this that like as big looney tune guy a lot of things i'm just like i get why they did it but also like oh like it's it feels weird it feels weird that they threw bugs turning into big chungus in it yeah it was all right. just for the meme but like it it was one of those i so i watched it with past guests alan and jt and we were we were all a little tipsy and it was a little late and i was like i have to watch this for the show you guys are gonna watch it with me and then as soon as it started we all sobered up and went oh no like it had an immediate effect on us and when big chungus came up they were like hey look it's the meme i'm like well yeah but elmer's not fat anymore and the only reason he became big chungus was to make fun of elmer for his size but he looks different now so it does not make sense does not make sense but i i don't know and this doesn't need to be two hours long Lots of stuff didn't need to happen. It didn't. It, yeah, and that's it's like practically double the length of the original. The original, like, I think if you get rid of the credits, it's like sixty-five minutes, maybe. Final game is like eight minutes. Yeah, I also think this suffered from the video game thing as a whole. Um, because yeah, basketball. Whether you, whether you sports or you don't sports, you know, you have a vague understanding of what basketball is and how it works. Right. So you can be like, okay, yeah, I get that. Um, fucking boom ball or whatever the game was. Dom ball, because Dom, LeBron James' son, who he loves very much, made the game. Yeah, and like, what? Yeah, this, and it makes like such a big deal about like it's a video game you can do video game things in it there's power-ups the one power-up is here is a pad that make you jump a little higher and that's it but also i think if you're looking at it through that lens of like 
there's no fucking power-ups in this game, and it looks just like a 2D basketball game from the NES, like, LeBron probably shouldn't let his kid go to video game camp. Because his kid sucks at video games. Yeah, but like, you know, he, he, he scanned all of these professional people into it. Yeah. With the scanning technology that somehow the villain Algie Rhythm, played by Don Cheadle, who's the Warner Brothers algorithm that decides how movies are made, which is a real thing studios have a lot of the time, um, they, he uh, uses it to hack into everyone's cell phones and scan them in? Yeah. Do all phones are capable of that? Which, it's just another moment of like, oh, yeah, like, we could have been doing more fun shit. Yeah, we could have. Like, anytime you pan out to the audience and you're seeing, like, oh, wow, it's all these Warner Brothers properties. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. We fucking, we spent we... all this time with, the... why did we spend ten minutes with Lola Bunny in Wonder Woman World? Why was, why were we with part of the Justice League with Daffy Duck? Why was Warner? Why was Wonder Woman World separate from DC World? Why did uh, Why did Yosemite Sam's Casablanca World knock at any time except for the only good joke in the movie? Uh, it's because Pepe Le Pew was also in that scene, and they cut it out. Because Pepe Le Pew is scary, dude. It's it's He's a, a scary, scary skunk. It's a Whoa. whole thing. I my biggest thing with this is. If you wanted to do the serververse thing, you should have just gone all in with it. You should have had a bunch of characters co-mingling instead of just like, oh, look in the background. Like, the one that I keep going to is like, you could have had him walk into a sexual harassment seminar and seen Austin Powers, Johnny Bravo, and Pepe Le Pew all sitting down. We, I mean, Austin Powers happened. I guess Austin Powers, that bit did make me laugh a little elmer fudd as the tiny dr evil like okay yeah he also tiny bald man yeah especially compared to lebron james he's like two feet tall i just don't you spend all this time to be like we're flying around and here's every movie property that we own as like a kingdom hearts world right and then you don't spend any time in them like yeah, why do you bother setting up the premise quick montage like you see him fly by wizard of oz world and i'm like that could be fun who's in wizard of oz world are, are they going to do like a black and white to color thing like i uh, is like i don't know i can't think of looney tunes that weren't already is foghorn lakehorn going to be the scarecrow is like why is wily e. coyote going to be controlling the tin man I did I did like the Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner and Mad Max. I was like, that one makes sense. That's that's probably the base idea they got. And then they worked backwards from there. I don't know, man. Just it didn't need any of it. Um it's too Well no, this entirely, movie didn't need to happen. It's two entirely separate movies. Because you have a Space Jam movie, and then you have this, like, mm-hmm. serververse thing that is its own Fairly Odd Parents movie. Like, Space Jam 2, to be Space Jam, could have just been almost entirely the same movie. But it's it's 30 years later now new people are the stars of the nba mm-hmm. i i don't know who any of these people are yeah that are like i think i've heard of the whoever ad is the guy who's the brow like i think oh, i've no. seen him before but like aside from that there's a spider lady yeah, like i don't know if it's just lady. it's just marketing like we saw all of those the guys from the Michael Jordan era in other things. Mm-hmm. I did. Well, it's also like maybe they were less big. Like there was less social media, so like the big guys were the big guys, yeah. and you weren't just like flooded with like, oh hey, this is a guy who's in the. Uh, he was like in the NBA, but he's like your local team, so your echo chamber keeps showing him. Well, I, sh- I don't know. I, 
I did hear that certain uh certain NBA players couldn't appear in this because they had different shoe endorsement contracts. Oh uh, yeah. And this is LeBron and Nike big old big old movie. Well, I when mean, he landed, you can, to... you can directly blame Michael Jordan for that. When he landed in Tomb World, he made the Nike swoosh. Yeah. I will admit a joke that I like as uh so we're not explaining the plot at all, but like it's Space Jam too. They go to watch... different worlds and yeah, then wa- they have to play trailer. a basketball uh, game. Don Cheadle as an algorithm sucks LeBron James's son into the server verse and he's like, You play basketball. I'm going to be a better dad to your son. Here is my cute little light bulb friend. And I will admit, a line I really liked was LeBron James just looks at Don Cheadle and goes, Computer is black? And I went, hey. That's that, that's a question you would ask. Because, like, it's a computer. Computers don't have race. Yeah, man. I don't know. Just It just kept going. Yeah. I did like when they... Um, the hell was that uh <laughs> weird like body gurgle <laughs> from someone's side no it was me i felt it go oh. like, up my throat but i guess my body was like no you said you liked something in this movie that's got to get out of here and i lost my train of thought about it uh wait i don't know i don't know what I... you liked oh um so when Sarah Silverman and Stephen Yun, who are here for some reason, uh, pitch the LeBron James is going to be in all the old Warner Brothers properties to him, Algae Rhythm is like this fun little outline 2D design. And I was like, why didn't we see more of that? That looks good. That is some good animation on him. I like that design. Yeah, or that it could have not existed at all. Um, you could have scrapped the whole villain character and then LeBron James could have played basketball against the character that they created to be in all the Warner Brothers properties. Oh, like a digital LeBron? Yeah, and then he had to beat it. That could have worked. Like LeBron versus LeBron, he's like, oh, you know how you had the plan to get like Superman and the Iron Giant and Gandalf? Well, here's my team. Bizarro and Sauron and the U.S. military, I guess, as the villain from the Iron Giant. Yeah, like, exactly. You could have said something out better. And it's just like, it's a crossroads thing. Like, either you want to do this this multiverse of Warner Brothers thing, or you want to do the Looney Tunes because well, yeah, also it, it, the Looney Tunes could have been there and they didn't have to be, okay, you have these ideas for a team and you can't use any of them. Well, I I think that's like, I do, I think they cut a lot out of this, which is weird considering it's two hours long. But like with Bugs where LeBron's like, I want these people and Bugs is like, that's right. Well, I'll drive so we can get my friends. And there's never a conflict about that. They're just like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Which, like, it sucks. Yeah. But the the Looney Tunes, they play basketball real loony. There's explosions. There's dynamite. There's mopeds. And LeBron's like, no, we have to do not fun basketball. There's too much other bullshit for... to, to punctuate the Looney Tunes playing basketball. Um, yeah. Last well, time, it was like, yeah, the Monstars also were cartoons, and they kind of, they did cartoony shit. But most of their stuff was just that they were much larger, and they played off of, like, the Looney Tunes stuff. Here you have too much. It's, it's mm. too much altogether. Well, yeah, and of course it's too much because there are how many people on the screenplay? One, two, three, four. There's six people in the screen. 
six people wrote the screenplay, four people wrote the story, and then based on Space Jam written by four other people. So there's a lot of writing credits in this, which like doesn't doesn't like too many cooks don't really work. It's like they didn't even watch the first movie. I think they did. I think they only watched the first movie, and that's where they're like, "Oh well, th- this is how Looney Tunes always act," because it it's it's not. But this is not. It's not the same because, like, well, no, it's those not Looney the same. Tunes are but... fun and eh. sometimes and are mostly Looney Tunes. This is like some sort of weird other thing eh. that they're doing. Well, yeah, this is this is either they only watch the first movie or they only know the Looney Tunes through the uh, hip hop bootleg T-shirts from the 90s where like Bugs Bunny would have baggy pants and a backwards hat and Taz would have like a gold chain. Oh, I know. Him. I've yeah. seen him out in yeah. the wild. That, that, uh, that, that, that's what it feels like. The writers were like, OK, we get the Looney Tunes now. The rabbit does rabbit things. Yeah, I don't know. It's also like we're really trying to market the new stuff. I was really worried that we were going to have like the Yosemite Sam and the Elmer Fudd that like don't have guns. <laughs> and Yosemite Sam is just I am angry mustache man who fires guns into the sky. Well, Elmer Fudd's gun is back in season two of the new Looney Tunes cartoons. That's good because that was a crazy decision. They are. They were still funny without him. Yeah, he was. He was running around with a scythe. Where did he get a scythe? I don't know, man. And like Elmer didn't always have his gun in things. Like the big Chungus cartoon, he doesn't have his gun. He's just camping, and Bugs is like, "That's near my hole. I'ma fuck with him." He doesn't have to do it all the time, you know, but it's right. It's weird to be like, well, he can't. Yeah, it it would they could have just done it and it was weird that they made a statement out of it, I think. Like, if they just did it and then someone was like, Do you notice he didn't have a gun? It would be whatever. But I think it would still be weird. Did you watch any of them? Uh no. Exactly, they're good. Uh, all right, if you say so. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just looking over LeBron James's acting credits. I don't think the NBA on ESPN should count as an acting credit. I don't know, man. But um, let's see. That's, isn't that? That's not like a a conference though. That's like I don't know. It's at least a documentary. Oh, it's like coverage, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know, I find it strange. Oh, that's even weirder. He's apparently producing a new Friday the 13th. That's that's what happens when you make a lot of money. You can throw it at stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's, that's insane. But yeah, I was looking because like, of course, he's a producer on this one. And I'm sure he did a lot of like, this has to make me look good because in like the first space jam as good as it makes michael jordan look it also is like he's a family man and he and his baseball career isn't great so you feel a little bad for him you like feel what he's going through and then with this it's just like lebron james is god he is king of everything everyone loves him yeah hit a dollar for every time they called him king well part of it part of it with the jordan thing is like he was done. Baseball was done for the most part. Like when they right. were filming Space Jam, we talked about this in the last one, he was fully also training to come back. Yeah. So he was like more, he was ready to make jokes about stuff. I, I don't know where LeBron James stands on like making jokes about himself. I do know that like he's a lot more he's a lot better of like a philanthropist than michael jordan is i'll give him that like yeah he does a lot more work for the people i don't yeah i don't really have like an opinion either way 
about like who's better who's the goat who's whatever i'm just like yep they both play basketball i will say that there was a point in this movie where they called lebron james the best athlete of all time and i think that's that's not true that's strange what about jesse owens right he he ran he was good what about a lot michael phelps michael phelps is a swimming guy um he he swam real good what about um what about the other athletes that they were thinking about doing space jam sequels with like uh like jeff gordon yeah they were gonna call it right race jam that's why he shows up (laughs) that's why he shows up in back in action for little to no reason or skate jam with tony hawk or golf jam with tiger woods yeah i had had heard about all those those offshoots um i don't know i think the the best athlete of all time is it's frequently in contention it's it's like a nonsense title though like yeah because nobody compares and other stuff like yeah you can't be like every single sport they're perfect at they're not all tom brady i was gonna say didn't bo jackson do a bunch of football and baseball yeah probably you had to know that that's, that's where this was leading to or like yeah haven't the williams sisters won more tennis than like anyone has ever tennised before like i think so yeah i feel like that comes up usually in these discussions and people write it off because like it's tennis but like that's a lot of tennis to win you know Mm -hmm. yeah bo jackson played for the raiders and the royals white Sox, and angels i mean that's a lot of different stuff yeah and he was good i think I mean, probably to play the stuff. Like, to keep going, yeah. Yeah, well, like, because when MJ switched, it's not like he went any farther than the Barons. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard. It is hard. Um, it's a completely different. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. Kid. I did watch all of The Last Dance not that long ago. I haven't yet. Uh, I just keep forgetting to shameless plug, um, but yeah, like it's it's completely different. Muscle groups is a completely different thing. It's hard to do the the two sports once you're outside yeah. of like being a kid in high school, right? No, that's yeah. That so just correct. to even get to the major leagues in both is enough of an accomplishment, no matter how the playing went. But speaking of MJ, how about his appearance in this film? Oh yeah. Where Sylvester's a racist. <laughs> At halftime, Sylvester the Cat says, "He, I found Michael Jordan, look! And in walks Michael B. Jordan from, you know, Black Panther, Fruitvale Station, Creed. Great actor. Yeah. And everyone's like, that's not Michael Jordan. And Sylvester's excuse was, I thought he aged gracefully. <laughs> you know, it was like... It was funny enough, as a moment. It's a funny joke, but if you think about it for two seconds, you're like, that's a problem, Sylvester. (laughs) Well, I think that's the joke. I don't think the joke is... I don't think the joke is supposed... I think the joke is Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan. I don't think the joke is actually supposed to be a legendary Looney Tune is also a hardcore racist, and it's not the one you expect. They, they give him shit about it. You know, they write down, got the wrong Michael. I think that's oh, yeah. like, that's Daffy like a funny Sylvester. enough joke. Yeah, no, it's, and yeah, I, I don't I think can't that's bad. I kind of just went, heh. Yeah. Any Michael B. Jordan inclusion is an improvement in any movie. Blanket statement good. across the board. Michael B. Jordan, very good. He did his Friday Night Lights, Clear Eyes, Full Heart, Can't Lose. Everyone went, hmm. Did he say that? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was at your house when he said that. 
Oh, yeah. I actually, I didn't know he was in Friday Night Lights. I've never seen any of it. Uh, but my parents have watched it just like over and over again. I don't remember when it started, but they have, it like within the past two or three years, they've watched Friday Night Lights probably four times. My sister um, loves it. Yeah. And I, I remember seeing him on the TV and I was like, oh, holy shit, that's young Michael B. Jordan. Good, good actor. Good guy. I I think he was he apparently visited the set a bunch and like is friends with Ryan Coogler who executive produced this, so they were like yeah that, that's kind of fun. Yeah, it's like it's like a joke, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about Pete? Pete Davidson. No, Pete, the little light bulb guy. Oh, you know, it's a... Algae Rhythm sidekick? It's a blue blob thing. Um, I like him. Yeah, I think I don't know. he I... is cute. Mm. I don't have anything else to say about him, except he would be like, yo, Pete, and Pete would go, chirp, 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 and I'd go, cute guy. I... Uh, let's see. He's not find... a vibe. Trying to find out what... Ah, good. The villain wiki, uh, his personality and his appearance are both listed as TBA. It's, you know, it's a blue blob. It's, it comes around. He's like, at one point, hey. he has t- at one point, he has terrible teeth. He's a blue blob servant. Yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> and then there's, oh, well, I thought it was cute. I didn't think it was funny because there's very little that's legitimately funny in this. It's one um, good Yosemite Sam joke. And I like the computer is black. But but you know what people love? The cameos. Oh, man. Do you see all those cameos? I, there was one cameo that I was looking for, and it did not happen. What was the one you were looking for? The, the goat, man. Michael Jordan. Oh, well. I mean, he didn't want to do the, he didn't want to do like any movies after the first one. Yeah, that's fine, but like, I don't know. Maybe well, this is he, like this is part of a thing. This is part of something that a yeah. conflict he's inventing in his head to take personally. Well, uh, or I don't think LeBron would want Michael Jordan to make a cameo in it, because he'd be like, "This is mine. This is my movie." Like. <laughs> No, we're not gonna have him be in it because people will be like, "We wanted him back." But I don't no, think this they is, like. I don't think they is, have a beef between each other. But like, like as a proving himself thing, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Something tells me someone was like, "Hey, LeBron, what if we got Michael for this scene?" He no. I don't know. I don't know. They don't make any effort to make LeBron James seem like a regular person. Who lives a regular life like you and I. Whereas Michael Jordan in the first one, it was like, obviously he didn't live in that house because he was the most famous sports star in the world. They made him look like a family man. Yeah. He He drove his kids home from a baseball game. Right. And LeBron James lives in maybe his real mansion or something else i don't know a mansion with a full basketball court his bed is in the middle of his room like it's sociopath and, and his room is like it's a glass around the outside it's a whole yeah glass it's looking thing. over all of los angeles right and he has his voice activated ball machine which you know could have come back for a joke in the looney tune world but nah that would require screenwriting effort. They barely had any time for. They spent so much time amassing Bare... the Looney Tunes team that they didn't. They have didn't any... spend any time amassing the Looney Tunes it team. Was it was the movie. It was ten minutes tops. It was so much movie. It wasn't. It was so much. It went on for so long. It it barely went on. My my chest hair turned gray. Um. And there was like, they spent no time on 
There was no like, oh, now we gotta learn to play basketball. Yeah, no, that was part of the, like, 20 minutes of like, okay, 10 minutes of montage, 10 minutes of maybe we should learn to play basketball, less, maybe five. And then it's like, up oh, now time for the hour-long finale basketball game. There's a timer when it's like, this basketball game is going to happen in one day. Mm. And then by the time they get back to the Looney Tunes world, they make a point to show you the clock in the sky and it's one hour. Right. And then 45 seconds go by and it's over. It's, it's There's... There's no pacing in this movie. I just don't understand. The shot of the clock, it, it's not a joke. I should I should specify. It's not like they make a joke of like, oh, wow, dang, time flew fast, kind of. Like, Wiley is holding a sign and running off a cliff. Like, it's just they pan to the clock, and then all of a sudden, all the time is gone. I guess time flies when you're having fun? No, don't, don't, because that's a joke. But- but were we having fun, Doc? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. See, those LeBron are jokes. told us not to. Yeah, I know. This, <laughs> this was just. I, it made the first shot feel like a mistake, or that they like drew the clock at the wrong time. Yeah, but nope. Then Algae Rhythm shows up and is like, "Well, you know what we need. Looney Tunes got to be CG. Some of the designs look okay. Some of the designs look not." It just yep it just kept rolling just everything that happened i was like oh yeah that's stupid throw it on the pile mm-hmm. rapping porky pig <laughs> the only thing porky pig does in the entire movie like they don't show him do any basketball he just raps yeah taz does one basketball thing Wiley Coyote does one basketball thing. There's Lola does most of the basketball things, I guess. He doesn't have any friends either. Yeah. No, I just it think, is. I think this movie, a lot of times, well, I don't know. I, I had a I had a roommate who used to say that the original Space Jam was like the biggest ego trip for Michael Jordan. Like, him signing that movie was, like, the biggest thing of him sucking his own dick or whatever. Um, Because it was like, he's the only one who can save the world. They have to get the best basketball player in the world. Which, like, I guess. But they show him. He, like, has a family. And he's Mm. doing a thing that he's not good at. He He talks to people. This movie wants you to see LeBron James as, like, the... The king that everyone calls him King James, which like happens in the real world, but they mm. want you to see him. I just feel like somebody wrote this movie who hates LeBron James because they want you to look at it and be like, this is a man who has absorbed all of the ego. He doesn't have any friends. He just spits out to his kids that they need to be excellent at basketball and there's nothing else. And he's he thinks of himself as the king up on his tower. Which I don't think is, like, real. I I think he's probably just a guy, you know? I think it's possible that... I think that's an interesting theory of, like, the six writers hate LeBron James. (laughs) But with LeBron being a producer on this, I think he was just like, this is what I gotta do. Like, it's not like they were like, we need a basketball player for this... for Space Jam. Let's just hire him. He's like, no, I'm like putting money into this i have a creative say in this i mean maybe they bullied him dude maybe it maybe it was six writers who hate lebron james i don't think it's six (laughs) i think i think it's lebron james thinking that like he wants people to think he's the king i just don't maybe if the looney tunes say it a bunch everyone says it yeah maybe if an evil computer algorithm says it then people will believe me. It's not like that's that's something just new to this movie. Like, that's a thing. They call right. him King James. It's just... I don't know. It, it was like... There was there was some sour to it. Well, yeah, because the movie's bad. Yeah, because the movie's bad. But, like, 
Because this movie people... makes the first movie, one that I don't like, look like Lawrence of Arabia. Like, it's it's a disaster. We've seen movies before that were bad that I didn't walk away from being like, man, they really painted they that hate guy awful. Character. Like, they really... <laughs> but, Somebody hated him. But Le- LeBron James is just the biggest asshole in this movie. I know. And he he's like, care, he doesn't care about his daughter. He never talks about his daughter. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. Like he had, you I'm know. pretty sure that Le- LeBron James like goes and and pays for schools in like underprivileged neighborhoods and stuff. Like, I don't yeah, know. He probably this does is not... actually do good stuff, but like <laughs> this they movie had to get... paints him as horrible. I guess they were like, man, we should give him a character arc about like becoming a better father and then they were like oh crap we just wrote an hour-long basketball game and forgot to finish that up um 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 i don't know it's it is also kind of funny when tweety bird just flies up to him and goes you're a bad dad yeah parenting advice from little bird man but that joke could still land even if they I, didn't make him the villain of this movie. I don't think it's supposed to be a joke. I think it's just like, that's supposed to be the straw where he's like, oh man, I should think about things now that Tweety Bird has said I'm bad at parenting. I mean, I don't know. This is not the LeBron James from my childhood bubblegum. It was a weird flavor. Uh, what was it like? Weird, you mean tasty? What was it like? Cherry lemonade? It was like... It was like lemonade something. It was like raspberry lemonade. It was a bubblelicious. So yeah, lightning, lightning something. Lightning lemonade. Yeah, yeah. It's ra- it. It was a raspberry lemonade. Well, this it wasn't was the. This wasn't the only food thing that uh, LeBron James has tried to. Uh, put his name on, so you know how. Oh, uh, the movie ends. You know, he lets the Looney Tunes be loony during the game. Dom's like, man, you let them be them, but you didn't let me do me. And he was like, Dom, my son, who I love, I'm sorry. You can be you. Don Cheadle's like, ah. So in order to win the game, they have to crash it. So Bugs Bunny performs a glitch that will kill him. So everyone else can be free. (laughs) Which... LeBron James could have done that and been in no danger, right? Because he is a person. Yeah. And like, Bugs Bunny was even in no danger. Well, yeah, because they have... They show Bugs Bunny's soul leave his body and go into Toon World Sky at the end. You know, all the Looney Tunes crowding around him, treating it like, oh no, the patriarch of our family is dead. Even though all the Looney Tunes aren't really a family, they're just a bunch of people who sometimes beat the shit out of each other. Like, acquaintances that also kind of hate each other. I think if you are bound and determined to do a Death of Bugs Bunny storyline, then it's fine that everyone stands around and is bummed about it because he's the rabbit, you know? But, like... at it's least weird. Homer Fudd and Yosemite Sam should like give each other a secret high five or something. Yosemite Sam, they should pan to him and he should fire his guns into the air because that's what Yosemite Sam should be doing in every shot. <laughs> I At- guess we need <laughs> to give him a 21-gun salute. Yeah, <laughs> and then he's just firing, blind firing. Finally, our national nightmare was over. Like, that but- could have been... This movie could have been improved. They could have been like, Yosemite Sam, what do you think? And he'd be like, Marmots! And he's firing, <laughs> dude, at all times. Yosemite Sam, do you know anything about basketball? Rob, damn it! Like, the. I mean, it was the one thing I laughed at when the trailer came out where Daffy's like, Sam, go shoot the ball. And then Sam shoots it with his guns. And I was like, <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah, he did the thing. I think Marvin the Martian really got kind of slighted here. I th- I think it's because they only watched the first Space Jam because Marvin's only the ref in the first Space Jam because he's trapped between the worlds of being a Looney Tune and being an alien. But he and gets in this to go at least, yeah. Well, he shows up in that uh, right before the second half of this one. 
He's just like, oh, ah, uh, that was a weird first half. And then they crush him with the door of the spaceship. What do you say there, space dog? K9 doesn't talk. <laughs> I can't, I'm not gonna, I can't, I'm not gonna do K9 because K9 doesn't talk. <laughs> he just spent the whole movie being crushed by his own spaceship. Yeah. Which I guess, like, saying that aloud, that should be funny, I feel like. It's not, though. It's not. It's about as funny as Taz being dropped off by Rick and Morty. Hey, man, that was like a thing. That happened. If you wanted to do Rick and Morty, like a Rick and Morty crossover character introduction, that should have been your Marvin the Martian. Yeah, man, I I just, uh... I've got these bozos on my tail. They can't fly their ship straight. Just, uh... It's like, uh, wub-lub-dub-dub. <laughs> Yeah, man, I think uh, Rick and Morty is great. I don't know why Warner Brothers had to happen. I just feel like they took away the like they thought I, they thought more of the joke. Like people make the joke all the time that Space Jam was like it's just a, it was a long commercial because like that's and, how it started, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of commercial in there. But and then I feel like they went. thought that part of it was like what was endearing about it. They thought that's what yeah. people liked. And then they were like, all right, we'll just use all our shit as the commercial. Yeah, cool. no, they went. The, her, someone was like, all right, we're making a new Space Jam. What do people think about the first one? It's kind of like part of it feels like a big commercial. All right. So why don't we just make a whole commercial? Yeah. The the like gathering up the tunes from the different movies thing that is just like if hbo max launched without looney tunes on it and then like they came later that's your super bowl commercial for like hbo max your favorite movies just got looney it's like haha look there's grannies in the matrix the mad max wiley coyote roadrunner like just quick little snippets of it like how it is in the movie because it is a short montage tell you and both of those two premises are something I would watch. I would watch a Space Jam sequel, and I would watch like the multiverse of Warner Warner Brothers. Yeah, I think it, those are two interesting concepts on their own. What this was was neither of those things. Yeah, if they went full into the serververse thing, it would still be a crass commercial that would suck, but it would be more focused. And I don't know, maybe there'd be more fun. Maybe you'd figure out what to do with where did Gossamer go. Yeah. he was certainly there where where did uh like what was um trying to think about the looney tunes and i hate that they're not coming to me right now what was witch hazel up to she didn't do anything in this one yeah man what I about what uh, i don't know what why. about hippity hop the kangaroo huh were people thinking he was a big mouse what about um, Rocky and Muggsy? Were they like trying to get into the Goodfellas? No, none of it. It could have been fun, but yeah. it, it instead, whatever. Huh? Who's that? Is that a who's coming in there? Is that Michael Jordan? No, it's not. I don't have anything else to say about this movie. Uh, just this is a movie. This is a movie that hated LeBron James, and it's, it's I a movie think that, it's weird. It's a movie that hated LeBron James and treated the Looney Tunes like it was a book report for middle school. Like uh, we have to have them in there. Did not like. Um, it's currently out in theaters and on hbo max and uh, i think it's doing mediocre at the box office i think it had a 69 percent drop from nice. number one to number four this week which people are blaming mostly on the hbo max thing but on pig nah pig's not no you, you know what's number one what it's old 
I guess that's this weekend. The beast that makes you old. All right, fine. Let's go down the box office for this week. <laughs> just a, uh, just a. Uh, this week being for uh, the few week, days uh, ago before for you, July July twenty third to twenty fifth. For you folks in the future. Uh, let's let's look at the weekend box office for July twenty third to twenty fifth. Just just because let's pad out the time a little bit and then we'll probably sign off after this. Unless right. you have anything else to say. Uh, I, I don't. I think this movie was was not better than The Pacifier. I would no, say it's it was much worse, worse than The Pacifier. Much, much worse. Uh, no, Pig was at number 12. So Pig uh, is out. Limited, I think. Yeah, it's adding more, the- more and more theaters. Uh, it started at number 10. Uh, at number 11 was Joe Bell, the Mark Wahlberg. I'm going to walk across the entire country to avenge my dead gay son. So Mark Wahlberg made a movie out of those 10 minutes in Forrest Gump? I guess. I haven't seen Forrest Gump in forever. Uh, number 10, it's Looney Tunes related, kind of. It's the Anthony Bourdain documentary called Roadrunner. Mm. All right. The Ro- Roadrunner, he's a Looney Tune. Yeah, I'm familiar with the concept. He, he, he ran circles around Wet Fire, one of the Goon Squad people who was water but also fire. Yeah, man, there was wet, there was man who is bird, mm-hmm. there, is there was eyebrows. Lady, there was spider lady, and then there was time man. Yeah. Uh, Quiet Place Part 2 is at number 9. The Forever Purge is at number 8. It's the Forever Purge! Have you seen the trailer? This is the real yeah. purge! It's the Forever Purge! Oh, man. Yeah, they're like, the purge is over. No, it's not. Not in Texas. Uh, number seven is the Boss Baby Family Business. Mm. Six is Escape Room, Tournament of Champions. Which I'm sure is is just fun as hell. Trailer always makes me laugh when the guy's like, what is this? Some kind of Tournament of Champions? I'm like, you know what you did. I thought, so we saw that the first one in theaters. And it's like... You know, it it's about as good of a movie as you're thinking right now in your head. Like, stop I've, taking take a picture of it. It's exactly that good. But I've what's goofy fun? Yeah, but like, what's really cool is the fucking set pieces. They're so tight. Mm-hmm. I've heard this is more of the same. Nice. Uh, let's see. Then number five, hanging in there strong. F nine, baby. Nice. It's grossed $163 million so far. That's a lot of Coronas, baby. It's a ton of Coronas. Space Jam down to number four. Black Widow at number three. Snake Eyes at two. And Old at one. Oh, yeah. It's Snake Eyes week, too. Yeah, man. I uh, didn't realize that was coming out until I saw a trailer for it in front of Black Widow. And I was like, oh, that's next week. Yeah, I uh, I haven't actually seen any of the G.I. Joes, but I have nah, heard. Neither like, have I. Isn't, I've heard. Isn't like one of them really good or something? I think one of them's fun. I don't know, though. Black Widow was pretty good. Black Widow's alright. Black um, Widow was standard fun MCU stuff. Black Widow is uh, comfortably better than Doctor Strange and should have been in that slot. Um, I think I agree with you with the Better Than Doctor Strange. Let me look at my MCU ranking and confirm it. Yes, I I would say it's uh two slots above Doctor Strange. Uh, I don't I don't know if I have my list written down. Um, but I, I can say that it's better than Doctor Strange. Um, definitely better than definitely better than all the bad ones, and that's that. Wow, what a statement! <laughs> well, like this movie better than bad. <laughs> well, like. I, I, off the top of my head, I don't know. I don't know exactly where everything is, but I know that like the ones that you know are bad, like Thor two and Thor one and uh-huh. the Hulk, like uh-huh. the Iron Man two, like the ones that are turds. Right. Um, it's better than it's better than Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. Of course it is because it's a movie. Um, it's better than Doctor Strange. Of course it is because it's a movie. Um. 
Are you saying those aren't movies? No, Doctor Strange. It's just like I don't know. I I stand by. I I think you have said this same sentiment before. Doctor Strange. The first time you watch it, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm into that. And then you remember it as like being really good. And then you watch it a second time, and you're like, man, that's just like that's like Iron Man, but no fun. Yeah, with a cool ending battle. And he's like important. Obviously, Doctor Strange is important to the the thing as a whole. He do the circles. He do swishy. Yeah, I've um, got Black Widow at number seventeen, yeah. and that's I, counting. That's counting the TV shows too. I think that it's it's like so. There's like three tiers of Marvel movies. There's like the bad ones, and then there's like the middle ones that are like you know they're they're like pizza you know they're still pretty good bad good and great yeah and and then there's like yeah your fucking your winter soldiers that are yeah and black widow lives in the good one yeah i like i would say the upper echelon of the good ranking i think i have it smack in the middle of good yeah i don't i just know that i liked it a lot more than i thought i was going to based on that like Sometimes I have a hard time with movies that I know are just like not gonna matter. Like when they were like, "This is Black Widow, and she's not gonna come back." And I, yeah, I can't, I can't care when it's a prequel, especially anytime she was like jumping out of a building, and it was like, "Oh no, is she gonna make it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we have seen her make it. (laughs) We know what happens next. We know everything that's going on. That's like that's like with all the Star Wars prequels. Every time it's like, oh man." Zanakin gonna turn to the dark side it's like yeah 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 no your sense. your 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 first trailer for this was hey that little boy has a darth vader shadow right might want to pay attention to that and that doesn't mean prequels can still be fun yeah it's just that's just my big problem with yeah. prequels i'm always just like eh, who cares it's just that we, is a we know what it is that's like always gonna be looming behind you but that was our Space Jam episode. Um, not good. No, bad. I bad movie. Bad. Well, uh, bad movie, but we, we, we talked about it. We did. And, um, yeah, tune in next week for Showgirls with a special returning guest. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. He has never been on before. <laughs> and, um... I, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Remember to rate us on your uh, podcast providers of choice. I I think only Apple Podcast lets you rate it, but like, give us a review on there. Tell yeah. us if you want us to change anything. Um, I want to give a big thank you to Mister Bugs Bunny for letting us record this episode in Tune World. No problem, Doc. I agree. We were written poorly in this movie. Uh-huh. Thank you, Bugs. <laughs> and thank you to Ian C. Weber for recording our theme song. Uh, um, C can stand for Carrot. Carrot, sure, yeah. I was trying to think of a Looney Tune that started with C and it was escaping me. Just imagine a, a cartoon carrot, but he's a Looney Tune. Yep. Uh, you can follow the link in our show description and go to Ian's website, see all his cool stuff. We don't need to do chicken this week because the mysterious Mr. Chicken has sent well, us. We're a... in like we're in a bonus episode. We'll we'll come back to to chicken another time. There's no more need for it. We're gonna be doing it on a live stream eventually. Yeah, we'll see. But if you want to call in to leave a message or text us uh on our google voice account about a movie did you like space jam do you want to yell at us about it do you think are you wrong do you think the rick and morty cameo was hysterical uh you can text us leave us a message 301-941-7493 or 301-941-SIZE you can do any of that there or you can leave us a movie to add to our random request roulette wheel the next random request roulette will probably be the next bonus, and that's going to be on The Godfather. 
I'm excited uh, for that. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a thing. So tune in for that at some point in the future. But immediately, Showgirls next yeah. week. Yeah, also excited for Showgirls. Yeah, it uh, should be actually a fun movie to talk about. That's not going to like drain us as we speak. A quick plug. Uh, past guest of ours, Savannah, has started doing some. Uh, started doing a, a web comic. You can find oh, that, yeah, check on, that out. Yeah, you can find that on Tapas, which I'm told is a website. It's called Ten Horror Shorts under the name The Silver Hearted. Okay, and if the link is sent to us, then I can include that in the description for this week. Where, where? That's uh, what I got in the way of plugs. And Savannah made uh, the great fan, our first ever fan art, which um, we've posted on our Facebook. I don't know if we posted it on our Insta yet. And uh, it's our new background header on Twitter. It's fantastic. It's it, it looks great. There's some fun Easter eggs in the background. If you look at it as our Twitter header, I'm like Mike Wazowski in Monsters, <laughs> Inc., Oh, I thought that was the Facebook you were showing me. <laughs> Where I'm officially on the cover of a magazine. But, um... Yeah, I did too many bad voices in this one. I'm not going to subject my Mike Wazowski. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Wazowski. But, yeah, check out... Uh, yeah, keep on listening. Keep on tuning in. Leave us a review if you want. And, yeah, thank you again. Right on. And that's that. So, uh, yeah. for... For No Highway Option, I've been Connor. And I've been Luke. And these have been all of our opinions, but if you didn't agree with us, that's too bad, because it's our way. No No Highway Option. Jack. Who are you doing there? The theme music for No Highway Option was created by Ian C. Weber. To hear more of Ian's music and see some of his videos and stuff, follow the new link in our show description. No Highway Option was co-created and co-hosted by Connor J. Burke and Luke Smith and produced by Connor.